Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 12th of July, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, bad news for SolarWinds once again, who are urging customers to patch a ServeU remote code execution vulnerability, which is being exploited in the wild by a single threat actor in attacks targeting a limited number of customers, according to SolarWinds themselves. To quote the release, Microsoft has provided evidence of limited targeted customer impact, though SolarWinds does not currently have an estimate of how many customers may be directly affected by this vulnerability. To the best of our understanding, no other SolarWinds products have been affected by this vulnerability. SolarWinds is unaware of the identity of the potentially affected customers. This zero-day vulnerability, tracked as CVE 2021-35211, impacts ServeU Managed File Transfer and ServeU Secure FTP, and it enables remote threat actors to execute arbitrary code with privileges following successful exploitation. According to SolarWinds, if SSH is not enabled in the environment, the vulnerability will not work. The company further added that all other SolarWinds and Enable products, including the Orion platform and the Orion platform modules, are unaffected by this CVE. SolarWinds have also provided additional information on how to find if your environment was compromised during the attacks Microsoft reported. Customers can request more information by opening a customer service ticket with the subject Serve You Assistance. This is more bad news for the company on the heels of the incident last year, where SolarWinds disclosed a supply chain attack coordinated by the Russian Foreign Intelligence Service. The attack has breached the company's internal systems and trojanized the Orion software platform source code and builds, releasing them between March 2020 and June 2020. These malicious builds were later used to deliver a backdoor tracked as Sunburst to almost 18,000, but... Luckily, the threat actors only picked a substantially low number of targets for second-stage exploitation. Right before the attack was disclosed, SolarWinds' list of 300,000 customers worldwide included more than 425 US Fortune 500 companies, all top 10 US telecom companies, and a long list of government agencies, including the US military, Pentagon, State Department, NASA, NSA, Postal Service, NOAA, the US Department of Justice, and the Office of the President. Needless to say, this latest incident does little to inspire confidence that SolarWinds have learned from this going forward. Security researchers have begun reporting that all of the dark web sites for the prolific ransomware group known as Reval, including the payment site, the group's public site, the help desk chat, and their negotiation portal, are all offline. At time of writing, it's unclear what caused these outages, but dozens of theories have been floated online. Since last week, the US President Joe Biden has made news, saying he spoke directly to the Russian President Vladimir Putin following the Reval massive ransomware attack on Kaseya, affecting almost 1,500 organizations. To quote Biden, I made it very clear to him that the United States expects when a ransomware operation is coming from his soil, even though it's not sponsored by the state, we expect them to act if we give them enough information to act on who that is. Secondly, we've set up a means of communication now on a regular basis to be able to communicate with one another when each of us thinks something is happening in another country that affects their home country. So it went well. I'm optimistic. White House officials are expected to meet with members of the Russian government to discuss ransomware this week, while some security researchers believe the group may have taken their own websites down, either because of internal squabbles or fear over increased law enforcement scrutiny, others think it may be the result of official actions taken by government agencies. 
To quote one such item of speculation, we all want to believe it's law enforcement, but this is a pretty extensive takedown across multiple providers. This early on, their more likely scenario is that this is a self-directed takedown, but I wouldn't rule out self-directed after a conversation with the Kremlin. We've been speculating about this since the Kaseya attack, Biden gets a win because a major ransomware gang is gone, Putin gets a win because he helped, and Reval gets to keep all of their money and their heads. The timing of this takedown, the day before the next ransomware summit, lines up, but it's all speculation. It's possible that Russian ransomware gangs have been operating on borrowed time since the moment of the colonial pipeline attack. The Russian government did not appear to care about the cybercrime occurring within its borders as long as it did not impact Russia itself. That situation has clearly changed. The Russian government can clearly see they are being impacted by the actions of these actors. Whether Reval was taken out of commission by the Russian government, saw the writing on the wall and took the infrastructure down themselves, or are simply rebranding like so many groups have, likely including Reval itself, or something else unknown at this point. Researchers have been scouring Russian language forums for chatter about the outage, and while the discussion is limited, some threat actors have speculated that even if law enforcement agencies have successfully targeted Reval, this will not spell the end for the group's activities. Some predict the group will reappear under another alias or split into smaller groups to attract less attention. The inaccessibility of the Reval ransomware group's websites is significantly unusual because of the group's infrastructure has historically been more stable than that of other ransomware groups. The outage could be down to temporary technical issues or upgrades, or it could signify the aforementioned law enforcement disruption of the group's operations. To add further fuel to the fire of speculation, Reval's representatives have not appeared on high-profile Russian-language cybercriminal forums for several days. And the TrickBot Trojan appears to be in resurgence mode, with its operators filling out infrastructure globally and releasing an updated version of its VNC DLL module, used for monitoring and intelligence gathering, according to researchers. According to papers published this week, there has been a significant increase in TrickBot command and control activity deployed around the world, in the wake of an October takedown by Microsoft and other partners. Microsoft was initially able to disrupt the botnet and the spread of the malware, but even at the time, researchers warned that the operators will quickly try and revive their operations. That appears to have happened, and not just on the infrastructure side. Researchers have said that the TrickBot's espionage module is under active development with a frequent update schedule that applies improved functionality and bug fixes. The latest version of the spy module makes use of virtual network computing, hence its name, VNC DLL. It essentially sets up a virtual desktop that mirrors the desktop of the victim machine and sets about using it to steal information. This strain has been circulating since late May, according to researchers. So it appears that despite the takedown attempt, TrickBot is more active than ever. And indeed, the VNC DLL module is the latest evolution for TrickBot, which started out as a pure-play banking trojan before evolving into a more sophisticated and common modular threat known for delivering a range of follow-up payloads, including ransomware. Since the October takedown, it's been spotted adding even more functionality, including adding man-in-the-middle browser capabilities to its module for stealing online banking credentials and implementing a rare bootkit functionality designed to inspect the UEFI BIOS firmware of targeted systems. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss anything outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.